Welcome back to the best no judgment zone space in the world because neither one of us have any law degrees. I am soulful, sofaking marvelous. And I am just so fresh on an Easter Sunday, not your average Joseph. And we are the particle sons. Sons, baby. Let's start this show. How you feeling? How was your how was your Black Friday, first and foremost, slash Good Friday? My Black Friday slash Good Friday. It was it's proper, man. It's, you know, it's, That's what's up. It's one of those things where I'm kind of getting used to the whole idea now where yeah. it's, a, it's almost it's, original. It's, it's second nature. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a second it's, nature. It's second thing. nature and stuff. Whatever. And I think the people and stuff like I was explaining to somebody, I'm like, I'm not shitting on T.I. I'm right. not shitting on Killer Mike. Right. Because I love Killer Mike. Yeah. Yeah. And my thing is stuff, it was just one day out of the three. Actually, it was a leap year. Out of the 366. Right. Right. Yeah. So 365, you're spending your money on other businesses that's not black run. Yeah. Just one day out of the 365, out of 366, yeah. you only spend it on just black. I find that kind of bad. Very bad from my bad. That's much my opinion. Right. So, well, we got them beat on that aspect. Because, <laughs> I mean, in any case, we're, we're approaching, we're, we're slowly closing on the year mark. Yeah. That every first Friday of the month, we're only spending our money on black businesses. We're saving our money. I think the, I think the thing for me is, is that I feel like I'm actually doing something as opposed to yeah, protesting, too. as opposed to, you know, posting all this stuff on social media. If I don't post anything, if I don't say anything, I know that on a Friday, the first of the month, Friday, shut it down. I'm actually physically contributing to a cause Facts. and whether like I was uh, saying to uh, PK shout out to PK creations mm-hmm. as I was saying to PK um, whether or not people follow us to do this we are doing it this is our contribution Absolutely. and I'm I'm happy with that so yeah 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 I'm not mad at that how was your good <clears throat> Friday by Black Friday it was Gosha. I spelled zero dollars and zero cents. <laughs> Gas tank was already full because yeah. I'm in that luxury where I just diddy bop to work. Right, right. Right. So in any case, and yeah, we had some nice food mm. created by a black woman. <laughs> right. And then the fish. There you go. was from like uh, supporting a black business. There you go. Right. So, I mean, that hot sauce was something else. Oh, the hot sauce was, that hot sauce was something else. On point. So I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's like it's second nature and stuff for that. I just know that in my head, like, okay, first of the month, the Fridays coming, yeah, shut it down, buy Black Fridays, and to the folks that are listening at home, buy Black Fridays is is part of the Particle Sons Network, right? As well, and yes, you're here, you're enjoying. We we got you for a little bit. Like, comment, subscribe, YouTube. You can see smooth his nice ass shirt. Nice shirt. I swear I had a hat like that back in the like day. This? Like with, with the maroon, the, the navy. Okay. I'm feeling that. Okay. I'm feeling that. Okay. Whatever. You know, this is Easter Sunday I came with the white to burst out some of my heathen waves. Because <laughs> you're new at home, you know, this, this is... He's this, got a lot of heathen waves. <laughs> brother trying to change someday, someday, yeah, someday. Yeah. Until we're, then, we're, we have a podcast to fucking run. And it's a work in progress. <laughs> yes. Always. Always a work in progress. So let's get to it, man. Um... So let's start with the polls. 
which is more worse to call a woman? Toxic or crazy? Mm. Now, I, I was, said that, crazy. Yeah. I said crazy on the podcast last time. Yes. Yes. And toxic one by 57%. That's still close. Mm. That's still close. I said crazy too. Yeah. No, 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 wait. No, you said no. toxic. I said toxic. You said You're toxic. Right. I right. said right. crazy. I said you said crazy. I said crazy because they trying to cancel the word crazy now. They trying to cancel the They trying to crazy? cancel the word crazy because they, they look at it like it's now considered a slur. They want to put it with those type of words and stuff like, you know, like if you say like nigga and everything like right. that. It's a slur to drop the word crazy. Are there, are there any suggestions as to what to use in replace of crazy? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We don't live in that culture. It's called cancel culture. That's the word we live <laughs> and in. And figure it out after. Yeah, if you figure that shit out or you catch another charge, you will get indicted on something else wow. you might say. So I can't use crazy. Nah, they don't, they, they trying to do, they trying to do away with that and stuff. And I see like a lot of women, women in general, not even black or anything like that, but women in general. Um, I was talking to one young nurse yeah. at my job and she said, Men make us crazy mm. First and foremost Okay So I said Don't give nobody that power To rule you Right If you're uncomfortable With a situation And you can't walk away As a person That be that So she said No crazy is what's Created from the situation Toxic is just Your natural behavior So that's why she said Toxic is a thing Got it Got it I developed markers Throughout the course Of my life <laughs> To kind of identify a certain type of toxic chicks. Yeah. Like, I, to me, I, I, I feel like the chick is kind of toxic if I see her driving in this type of way. Like, you know, if you see a chick like kind of kick up, like, you know, her leg all open like this. Right, right, and right. And she's driving like, like, a, like with just one hand. Yeah. And the yeah. leg's up right here. I'm like, should yeah. you keep the other foot down? Close, close. Yeah, yeah. Some toxic shit. Mm. Some toxic yeah. shit in my she's world. She's about that life. She's about that life. Yeah. If you're doing like full speed reverse with the music high, you toxic. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My, sit. Certain cues. But even in certain cars. Right. You put it in reverse, the music goes down. Yeah, yeah. But if you're still doing like, you're doing all kind of reverse into your high level you're, of ghost face. You're reversing to the music. Man. Yo, Brittany, you know what they're talking about. She's toxic. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So yeah, um, the next one is, should you be the one to fulfill your partner's fantasies? And 82% said, said yes. yes. How do you feel about that? I was in the yes category. Yes. I was in the yes category. Tell us why. Tell the folks at home why. I feel like if, if you've reached a certain stage in a relationship, right. um, there should, you should be open to all sorts of things. Uh, now, mm-hmm, granted... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being in that relationship for the period of time, right? You kind of almost kind of know what your partner is into. So, well, you better hope for the best. <laughs> so, you. yeah, so you, you kind of have an imagination that it might not go too well, but then again, you never can be too sure. See, here's my thing my right. thing and stuff is that I come to a point where, okay, so I was in the no category, okay, right? And I come to a point where, um, I'm willing to fulfill certain fantasies, yes. Not all. Not all. Was it meatloaf? I'll do anything for love, but I, I won't, won't do, do that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Here's my thing. If you had a fantasy about pegging the dude. Right. And then you ain't get the chance in your early 20s because I'm in my <laughs> mid-30s. Yeah. And then you want to talk about, babe, I always had a fantasy to peg you. I'm not the one. I'd be like, we I'm can, not the one. We can stop at squeezing my ass. <laughs> yeah. Squeeze we, my ass. Just, buddy. Just yeah, like, yeah. you know, because... I've been, I've been in some situations where like, you know, you're in a missionary position and everything. Right. And she grabbed the butt cheek and you look like, 
You better be mindful where you keep those fucking fingers. <laughs> Yo, I think that's going to my booty hole. You know what I'm saying? He's so, coping a little too hard. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that, that that's one thing and stuff. And I'm like, two, I've had a threesome in my early 20s. Okay. And I've had a threesome and stuff, whatever. Like, you know, like within the course of the years of being single. Right. I don't see it that set woman in my life to be like, hey, babe, you know, I'm not rookie to this threesome thing. I kind of like it, you know? Right, right, right. Have someone ride on my dick and someone ride on my face at the same time. Right. Who are you going to find to join you? <laughs> and that might cause some kind of riff and tiff. In it her. might cause some riff and tiff. That's not her place. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's, there's like a set limit. Yeah. But what if she just wants to shit on your chest? Like, what if your woman is telling you, like, you know, every five years, mm -hmm. people change. Every, every five years, people change. Hopefully you change for the best. Yeah. Together. Right. You know, she has her own world she, she goes to and she yeah. comes back home to you. You have your own world and vice versa. Of course. And if somebody's like, girl, ain't nothing like a sweeter feeling stuff than just shitting on the nigga's chest. Right. And then she's like, babe, you know, I, I, I won't make it a runny one. So now, <laughs> this is where I come up with reasons why <laughs> you don't feed her it tacos. It may not be a realistic fantasy to shit on my chest. Maybe we're having sex. You let a couple farts off every now and then. It might be queefs. It might be queefs. I'll be cool with that. Mm -hmm. But the shitting on the chest, I might not be yeah. too comfortable with that part. Yeah. And you got to also remember me in this fantasy. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. Like, I, That's why I said I was in a no thing. Cause right. Years ago, no, it was like over a decade and change. I was with a girl one time and I think I went there with like two condoms. Okay. Okay. Right? They said, if you really like the girl, you give her three or four more rounds. <laughs> Whatever, right? Yeah. I liked her. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I don't have any more condoms. She's like, there's condoms in her nightstand. Okay. I go in the drawer, open the drawer. When I look, I see condoms. Condoms. Like she, said, like she said. She got the condoms. And I see a purple jelly strap on. Okay. So I'm like, not a dildo, not a, a, a strap, strap on. on. So I'm looking, I'm like, I'm like, huh, what the natural fuck? Mm. So she's like, mm. and you know, she's not bi. No, she's, bi she's, she's bisexual. She's bisexual. She's bisexual. Okay. So okay. then now I'm scratching my head and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is the shit you be using on other chicks and stuff like whatever, right? She's yeah. like, no, she's never got to the point where she's used one on a woman yet. So I'm right. like, right, right. So why do you have it in your drawer? On a woman yet. yet. <laughs> so, so I'm like, so why do you have it in your damn nightstand drawer? And then she's like, well, she's used it on a few guys. Not a few means plural. plural. She said a few guys. Plural. Because she's so like, a few guys were open to the pegging. So I was like, huh? And then she explained this to me. I was like, we're not fucking. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went soft. Yeah, I went yeah, soft yeah. from at even. At this point, you want to know where the head is at. Where yeah. the head is at? Yeah. Yeah. Where's your head at? <laughs> Yo, so I'm looking at stuff, whatever. And she's like, she pegged the, she pegged an ex-boyfriend. Right. Because they said the man's G-spot is in his prostate. Yes. In his ass. Yes. My G-spot is on the tip of my penis, yeah, so I, I don't... I, I'm, I, I, I'm comfortable with that Yeah, ladies, yeah. I, I, I'm so good on that. No. Mm. So, she's like, yeah, you know, she pegged him on his, on his back and jerked him and everything like that. He had, like, the best orgasm in his life. Do I want to give it a go? I'm like, no! <laughs> Are you high? I wonder if 
she had went out and bought that on her own or she had met the boyfriend that said, hey, this is a fantasy of mine. And then she went out and bought it. I think, I think, I don't want to speak for her. Um, if you are listening. You're listening. You know who you are. I you know who you are. are. But I have I no think, clue. So yeah, don't, don't feel, he knows who you are. I can find a photo and stuff on you the ground and show you her off air. I might know who you are after <laughs> yeah. that. And you're going to be like, damn, she looks good. How many do you see them back? Peg the stallion. I'll be, I'll be like, I might have to look at you, Marv, because when they look good like no, that, no, no, I wasn't going for you that. Weren't, I, I was, you, weren't, you weren't about that life. Y- y- y'all know me. I get cussed out all the time when people are like, rape is an illegitimate fear to have. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm mean, not going to my butt, okay? Mm, yeah. Nothing going to my butt. So, when she was explaining that and everything, I'm like, nah, boo, I'm not about that life. You're right. So, I'm like, you might as well save that for some chicks and stuff like that, whatever, right? So, me, I think, Eventually, we end up getting to that that third round. Yeah, like maybe like an hour or something like that later. Okay, and <laughs> I kind of open and close the drawer kind of fast All right. to see if I get like a wind of aroma of like shit smelling dildo <laughs> in the drawer. Like, I'm like <laughs> you know, just like, <laughs> to see like, oh, she cleaned it. Okay, she cleaned it. Okay, just making sure. Okay, just making okay. sure. But I was like, yeah, I'm like, nah. Okay, because I like how you touched upon that because. I was going to say, maybe we should pose this as a question. Oh. If, and this is a question for the ladies, if you're dating the dude, right? Mm -hmm. And it gets to the point where (laughs) you're going to be intimate, right? Mm, right. Y'all are lying down in the bed and so forth like that. Right, right. He opens up his drawer, his his bed, his nice side table. He opens up his nice side table and he takes out a dildo. Yikes. Would you let him use this dildo on you? Oh, okay. So I've used, a, um, I guess, a bullet right. on a woman. Okay. Now a full out like flaccid, I mean not flaccid, um, phallic shaped vibrator dildo. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got to that point. Okay, okay. That, I feel like that I'm like dual wielding two swords in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like you know those samurai movies where they have two swords. Right. Because you got you you got your ex- Excalibur, your own dick, mm-hmm, and now mm-hmm. you got this artificial dick. Right. Like you kind of picked up on your fight. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't play this. Me personally. The goal is to get her off. Right. I know it's easy for me to get mines. And and we know that. We understand that, right? Right. The reason why I ask the question is because most women look at these objects as a personal idol. They won't go lend it to their girlfriend to go use. They'll tell their girlfriend to go buy her own. Correct. Right? Right. So now, if you pull out a dildo out your nightstand table... Mm -hmm. What's the first thing that's racing through the woman's mind? How many chicks you use this on? Exactly. <laughs> Did you wash it properly? Did you rinse it off? Is there still some kind of cooch left on it? <laughs> you gotta believe they're thinking that. So I would like to know oh, how shit. many women would feel comfortable if the dude that they were dating and they got intimate with pulled out the dildo out the top drawer of the side table. Yo. 
I, I'm going to see if I can re- reword that and spice that. Figure out how you can reword it. <clears throat> figure out how you can spice it because that is something I would like to know. Yeah, that's some a- women might be bad about it. Some people might be like, "Well, how many bodies does it got?" <laughs> well, cause, okay, if you look at let's look at it the other way. Let's say you're a dude, right. or you're you're a man. Yeah, you're doing your ones and twos and stuff, whatever. She riding you on top, mm. right? She riding you on top. You're all laying down, and she sits on your face. Right. She sits on your face, but like right before she sits on your face, she grabs a flashlight, and now so she's working a flashlight on your dick. Mm. Are you asking yourself and stuff, whatever, like? How many do she use this flashlight on? <laughs> or you just I'm gonna ask myself how many do she use the flashlight on? <laughs> so you're gonna get soft in the process. So you're there, she she's jumped off. She she's getting the ride, she's riding face like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just she's going ham with the flashlight and stuff on your dick. It's one thing to shoot up the club, but to shoot up the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> do you finish on the flashlight or do you finish on her? That's a good question. That's a good question. <sighs> Those flashlights, they look intricate. The ones I seen on the website back in the day, they had like some kind mm-hmm. of supersonic kind of design. Mm-hmm. You might finish on the flashlight. You might finish on the flashlight. I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen a vagina kind of built nah, like nah, that nah, galaxy, nah, there's nah, waves. Nah, nah. Plus that battery action with the suction that don't stop. Oh, that, that's some advanced shit. That, I they have ones with suction like that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm finished on the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna be mad. I'm just gonna have to get her some juice. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I got another round in me. You just got to wait. We got to wait a few minutes. <laughs> no, I'd have been like, whew, that was intense. Where you get that from? <laughs> Can Is I it mine? Can I borrow <laughs> Is it mine? Can I give it? I just want to see if I really want to buy it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to waste the credit card purchase. Yeah, you know, nah, just yeah, want to know. Nah, yeah, you want to be sure. Yikes. Yo, well, let's, yeah, let's get into some shit, whatever. Um, <laughs> we, we've been in some well, shit we've already. Been some we've shit. been in some shit already. Happy Easter. That's it. We're here. Uh, real quick thoughts and prayers to the families for the Capitol Hill guy. Yes, for the for the for the the officer. Thoughts and prayers for the thoughts officer. and prayers for the officer. I don't like. Let me say this. I don't like how the media always spins some shit when it's a non. We've seen this several thousand times over already. Right. When I seen on CNN, they gave you a whole background story on the dude from hours when the situation took place. That yes, he has some posts, some Facebook posts about the nation of Islam. And everything like that, and the nation of Islam and stuff, and Farrakhan is like, you know, he's all for that. Right. The fuck they got to do with this man running over somebody and injuring another person and stuff yeah. in the process. Yeah. I don't understand. But yet and still, when you had the shooter from the the salon, sorry, right. the, the spas, right. he's went to several locations, yeah. caused a shooting, and you were so they were so quick to say he had a bad day. Yeah. And he was going through some things. It was a mental health. Why issue. aren't doing no research on that dude and stuff, whatever, right. when he was doing the most and you had more time for him yeah. compared to like set man, young man. He lost his life, RIP, mm-hmm. to his family and everything like that. Um, like I said, I, the killer is killer. I'm not going to give credit to the name to promote any copycats, yeah. but why did it, why do you think that they never mentioned a, a, a mental health thing when it came to this dude? Well, I mean... I think it's the point where you have to time you have you have to try and show the fact that it's not just white people doing this because let's face it for the majority of the portions of the shootings that we've seen it's been white people doing it right and 
you also want to try and tie in some form of ideology that you may not agree with, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we see them say, okay, um, what would be the 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 uh, um, militia groups? Would that be alt-right or would that be... The militia groups? Antifa? Yeah. Or, or not, not specifically Antifa, but let's say the Dixie flag waving gun totem group. What would we call it? Would that be an alt-right? Or no. I that would, would be an alt-left? It, I guess, I guess it would be an alt-right to an extent, but it's not really them. Right. Because I just want to say alt-right people and stuff, they're kind of like just with their ideologies. The ideology. So they're, they're not really actually on the lines. Okay, so let's say an ideology pushed to a certain extreme. Right. Right? It's funny how you would bring up like the whole fact that he's a Nation of Islam follower, mm-hmm. the fact that he mentions Farrakhan, the fact that he he's tying all... The, the fact that you would tie these things together. In such a short span of time, though. In such a short span of time, knowing that he's not the only person that follows the Nation of Islam. He's not the only person that follows right. Farrakhan. Right. Are you meaning... Are you saying that Anybody who follows the nation of Islam, follows Farrakhan, is capable of that because that's simply not true. And you posing it like that right. gives that type of imagery. Right. And that's that's what I wasn't a fan of. That's exactly what I wasn't a fan of because like, where was CNN trying to word this? And then I just looked briefly on like Fox News and when I see how Fox News kind of went at it like later in the night. Yeah. Because I think I went to CNN first when we got the word. Right. And then I went to Fox News later that night and I was like, I was like, oh, this is just not looking good real quick because if you have the left, mm-hmm. that's just trying to pawn him off like or the situation off to it's not specifically a person. It's this group. Yes. I'm like, imagine what the right was saying. So I just looked at the right and the right was like, oh, they went in and they went in on Farrakhan. I think they talked about the Donahue situation and right. stuff from like the 90s. Right. And I was like, we brought it all the way back there because that got resurrected when Chelsea Handler said her piece because she's never seen that until like, I guess, last year sometime. Yeah, yeah. And she kind of got when they got privy to stuff of like, you know, of all these things pertaining to Minister Farrakhan. Right. So, for that to kind of come back again, one, internet will never let nothing die. Oh, nothing die. Um, two, they're always going to tie in anything that, you know, when they get a chance to, to something. Yes. Why didn't they tie in set guy to a group? Let's say the KKK. Yeah. Let's say, you know, the neo-Nazi movement. Yeah. Like, it was a white guy taking Asian lives. Right. Right. right? Which would have to think at some point, he might have been following to, he might have been following some doctrination. He might have been indoctrinated somehow. Well, Dylan Roof was like that when, like, before he did a church shooting because he had a whole uh, manifesto. Yes. He had yeah. a full manifesto and stuff before he did the shooting and everything and stuff, right? Saying like X, Y, and Z about black folks. Right. So if you're gonna put him to something, whatever. Same thing with said dude with the with young the young black man. Yeah. Throw them into the groups. Then like let's keep the same energy across the board. Keep that's the same that's what I'm just energy saying. Energy across the board. That's and that's all I'm asking. For. You know what? Why is there not any researches into his mental health? 
his status of being before he did all of this. Right. Because, like I said, clearly, there's other people who listen to Farrakhan. There's other people who are e- either in the Nation of Islam or follow the teaching mm. that are not going out killing people. Facts. You yeah. understand? So to, to just make that front and center of the argument <clears throat> kind of seem, yeah, that, that kind of seemed off to me when I, when I first heard it. Because that was like, that was like one of the first pieces of information that I got with the story. You're right. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't like days later or weeks later that came out. Right. It, was like, it came out when they were reporting like, like, it. Like they had this on deck. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yikes. I'm like, all right, you got a narrative. I'm like, you know, you got to sell a story. Question. Has um the Nation of Islam or Farrakhan made it, made any statements in Not regards yet. to it? Not, Not yet. yet. Okay. I haven't heard anything and stuff whatever, but... I mean, what do you say? Like, what do you say? If, if let, let's say, for example, somebody sees you on the road. Oh my yeah. gosh, you're not your average. Right. They walk up to you, they, they roll up to you, shake hands, take a photo and everything like that with yeah. you. Yeah. Then they go about their merry way. You go about your merry way and stuff like that. And he might idolize and worship the things that you do mm. from all the above. Right. Now, say you turn to like an Eminem um, stand, you know? Like that kind of deranged kind of fan type. Right, yeah. He gets into this notion where he takes a life and everything and stuff. Where he's like, well, I don't give a fuck. Not your average dap me up and approved of the things that I was doing. Yeah. They pinch it on you. And you're like, bro, that got nothing to do with me. He's like, yo, I just <laughs> seen him. I thought he was a fan. I thought yeah. he was a supporter. Yeah. And you just showed him love like you'll show anybody else love. Right. I feel like Farrakhan and them and the nation just showed him people love when they're looking for love. Exactly. So, I, if, if they need to say anything or they don't, that's all on them. I, I, mean, they sh- yes. I mean, they shouldn't have to say no. anything, but at the end of the day, even if, because you'll find like a lot of times where like, um, for instance, a terrorist act might happen. Right. And they say, oh, so-and-so has either taken claim for it mm. or has denied any responsibility to it. Mm-hmm. Right, as a means to say, hey, do it is acting on its own. There is no manifesto from us. We did not condone this. Right, right, exactly. I mean, not saying that they have to come out and say that. I was just wondering if, if they, they did. did. No, not 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 that I seen yet. So I mean, who knows? They might in a few days. Might in a few days. Okay, we'll, we'll see what happens. See how yeah. that develops. <clears throat> um. I do want to say, like, to to close, are they, do you think that any situation now pertaining to a non-white person doing any kind of heinous act would be pinned to a group moving forward? Because let's say, like, two hours after this whole story developed, yeah. they pinned this to a group, Right. Do you think that this might be the new trend moving forward with the media in the Western world? Possibly. Interesting. And it might, nece- it might not necessarily be the fact that this person is actually tied to any form of group. Right, right. Like of course. It could be just a fact that, hey, a matter of convenience. Like, I, look, I want somebody to look bad in a certain instance. Oh, you were associated with that person? Well, let me expose that. Let me not only expose that, 
Let me make it bigger than it might possibly even be. Right. Gotcha. The last uh, non, non-Caucasian non uh, mass murder that I can think of is, is Anthony Marvel. Was it was the, the shooter? Was it DC? The, yeah, the DC sniper. John Marvel. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can see <clears throat> them not tying him with any group because the group that he would have been tied to would have been the military. Right, because he was he was a trained sniper. He was a trained sniper. Right. Other than that, I've never really, you know what I mean? It's always somebody who's acted on their own unless there's some, they, they can trace back some sort of, like again, uh, they're associated to some group. They've participated with some group. They've, you know what I mean? They marched, they did this. You know, there's a tie, there's some sort of tie in where they can expose. Understood. Okay. All right. Let's move forward. Let's talk about Little Nas X. <laughs> so the story broke after we ended last this week. Right after we ended last week. Right after we ended last week, story broke with him and his shoes and the video. And the people in uproar and everything. Nike clap back. Nike's okay. So <clears throat> let's start with the video. The video okay. is the marker why the shoes and the ideology came up. Right. The song is shit. Never heard nobody said the song was great. Right. I, I, <laughs> I think the song's basic. It is basic. It's basic. Um, the video now. You and I, we go, we always go through this back and forth with this, with this same kid, whatever. I feel like if I see this dude, whatever, closed doors, I might backhand him <laughs> just to, just to call some peace. Yeah, and, I, and yeah. there's no hatred and stuff with it, whatever. But we had a discussion about like machine, that the, the industry pumping certain type of things. Yeah, I think he's naturally a gay young man. Right, right. In the video, he was cast out of heaven, mm-hmm. and he went to hell. Okay. Me saying he's a natural young gay man. I've never seen no straight man with no fucking hooker boots like that before. Nah, bro. The stripper techniques and stuff, whatever. It's just pole dancing yeah, classes. Yeah, yeah. There's some straight men that do pole right. dancing yeah. and stuff, whatever. Yeah. I'm just not one of them. Yeah. But the whole movement, the lap dance and all that type of stuff, I'm like... You gotta be a on the Kinsey scale. You gotta be a different kind of straight guy. You gotta be. I, you're you dancing be. in the bi world. You gotta be. You're dancing in the bi world. Right. Old Town Road is always gonna be that kid's biggest hit. Yes. I think that hit was too big for him for first song. For first song, right? Third song. Fuck it would have been so great. Mm-hmm. He's chasing that high. Yeah. He's yeah. never gonna get that. Right. What's good? What's next to like greatness? Like right. controversy. Of course, all the time. Controversy all the time. With this, giving lap dances to the, the pole dancing, giving lap dances to the devil, tongue kissing the devil, uh, kissing the devil, um, snapping the devil's neck, putting on the horns and everything like that. I didn't see any problem. I didn't see why the Christian folk were in uproar with that. Right. And 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 let us also mention the fact that when. Old Town Road came out mm. and became a smash hit. A lot of people did not know he was gay. No. Right, right. No. Right. So there's that, there's that fact. When he, when he was coming down off that high. Right. After all the war, the tours and everything. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Hey, by the way, I'm gay. Put me back up. <laughs> <laughs> and counterpoint. That's why I was on the fence. I'm like, I agree with you yeah. on that extent. Right. Right. 
he used that to kind of help sell him some more stuff, some more records. Right, right. His songs have not been slapping. No. They haven't been marks and stuff to say like, oh shit, this is it. Yeah. It's just there. Yeah. For a rich kid, I want to say with a kid with privilege, I'm going to say rich on those finances, but let's say you went from nothing to something. Now, I might be speaking out of term when I say this. Poor gay looks different from rich gay. Uh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure it looks gay, a hell of a lot different. You might rock a basic coast purse. Right. You might rock a little quick weave, yeah, you know, a little you know wig, I mean? you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your you nails did it yourself. Done. You did it yourself. Yeah, yeah you yeah, did yeah, it yourself, yeah. you know? Yeah. Rich gay, he's wearing some couture shit, like some chain mail, like some different shit. Whatever. I'm like, yo, he's in a different kind of realm. Of course. With this money and this privilege and right, everything. And right. machine. The industry, mm-hmm. they love this. Yeah. The fact, because it can help sell them more records and everything of like course. that. Yeah. This controversy works hand in hand. Now the shoe game. Mm-hmm. The shoe game, because of the video and the whole devil thing, Yeah, he had the Air Maxes. The story has it that he bought all these Air Maxes yes, that's himself what I right. with the company, with right. the other company, the uh, Misfits. Misfits. The Misfits company to create these shoes. Right. Create the shoe. And because it was the devil aspect, the 666, the human blood aspect, I don't know. It's just allegedly. Right. Well, they, they say the, because it was like, I mean, it was like point zero 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 like one something of, of blood. And apparently, it was all the employees of the misfits who had donated their blood for this. How many employees they got? I don't know how many. Because I heard they had six hundred six pairs. Yeah, six hundred sixty six pairs. Yeah. of those devil ones, and I right. heard they had like maybe. I get, they didn't give a quantity for the um, the heaven ones, right? So they had like a devil one. Well, and, I mean, if you think about it, if even if one person gives like let's say one point, right? How, how much is t- typical for like blood donation? Point. Point. Yeah. Okay, so if you think if each one of the employees gave one one point, but. In the shoe itself, they're only containing point zero 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 point one. So you got to figure out how much is that one point is spreading through a pair of sneakers. Well, yeah, because they might put like other fluids and stuff in there. Right. Yeah, they did because it was yeah. red dye. Red it's, dye. It's that plus red dye, right. right? So, I mean, if you have less than maybe, or maybe like, let's say 100 employees or so, that could probably stretch. That could, you know, throughout the entire line, yeah. right? It's just... Crazy that the fact that you would do that. It's crazy that the fact that you would buy somebody's shoes that contain somebody else's DNA. You got the DNA sneakers. That's some different shit. That's the DNA sneakers, that, right? That, there. That's DNA shit. That's some different shit. I just looked at it and so I was like, one, the song sucked to me. <laughs> I'm like, two. People start coming at me kind of sideways because they know red and black is my colors. Right, yeah. So that's why I came out white today. Yeah. Motherfuckers. You gotta let them know. You gotta let them know somehow. You know? Yeah, you yeah. know, but like they're like, oh, that looked like your type of speed and stuff, whatever. Never been a 97 Air Max kind of guy. I haven't yeah. owned a pair. 90s and 95s. Those right. are those are my, my Air Maxes. Right. Um, I just found it super different. Way different. Super different. Had the Bible scripture on there. Yeah. And everything and controversy sells. Yeah, or, I mean, when when it first when we first when it first broke and then we found out about it, mm-hmm. I was like, 
okay, well, they're only making, I think it was 666 pairs of it. Right. And I looked at you and said, well, those are going to sell out. Mm-hmm, obviously. Yeah, those are going to sell out. Regardless of how we feel about it, regardless how the world feels about, about it, there's only 666 pairs. There's somebody who don't give a shit about it and just thinking about the collectible aspect. That's all. Regardless of everything else. The hype beasts are going to want it. Exactly. The hype beasts are going to want it. They're not even want it. They're going to need it. And it's going to be bought. They didn't release, to my knowledge, they didn't release that many before Nike put the cease and desist order in. Mm. But Nike does it all the time though. Because Nike, Nike, their thing and stuff is that um, I have two guys that I know, they do customized kicks. Okay. And a friend of mine before used to do customized kicks. Right. And one guy who did the customized kicks, he did, I'm trying to remember exactly, but it was basically a SpongeBob bikini bottom. Okay. Right? Yeah. Did on some dunks. He did on some dunks. Yeah. And it looked like SpongeBob's house, the pineapple. Right. It did it up that big. And I think on the tongue area had SpongeBob. Mm. It got a lot of traction. Artwork was phenomenal. It was amazing. Yeah. It was posted up and stuff, whatever. I think in capsule in Toronto. Okay. For like a minute. Yeah. And then I think it, it, it floated on the net. You're right. Nike came after him. Mm. Nike came out of him and so was like, hey, boss, none of this shit. We didn't authorize this. But I'm wondering if Nike came after him because SpongeBob would be a licensed character. No. Okay. Okay. Because you're using their product and stuff like that. Right. And it's once you buy the product, yeah, it's yours. Yes. Right. Yeah. But he's not buying it, or I say he didn't create it for him to wear. It was it's sort a, of it's as for resale. Resale. Purpose. Okay. I'm glad that you said that because I, I see where you're going with this, and my whole thing was when they bought the 666 pairs from Nike. Right. Obviously. No one buys 666 pairs to wear for themselves. You start to wonder and say, Could have gave it to the church of Satan, yeah, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start to say to yourself, okay, well, what you know, you might say, okay, well, what are you gonna use it for? Because obviously they're gonna use it for some purpose. When they buy that 666 pairs, does it come with any sort of condition? If you're going to resell these shoes, mm-hmm. This is what you can do to them. This is what you can't do to them. True. But okay. One and one aspect. Okay. So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But they, I don't think they bought everything in bulk from one place. Got it. Okay. So if you're doing it in like small little picks and pockets and stuff. Right. You're buying right, up right. set quantities and sizes right. from this so, place. So in other words, we're not buying it straight from the head office itself. Bingo. We're going to different, different locations. And that's part, and that was part of Nike's statement and stuff where they made the complex the complex news. Got it. They were saying that they had no spaceship before this was even being done. Right. There was never a bulk order even purchased mm. to say this was in the midst yeah, of everything yeah. that's popping yeah, off. Yeah. So I was like, okay, but it's easy to, I want to say not easy like that, but it's kind of easier to get because it's not like high demand type of shoe. Right. Yeezus, like, you know, the Yeezys, some Jordans, some type of things, stuff like that. Yeah. 95 Air Maxes and stuff. Hell, like, even in Canada, with Canada Retail, yeah. you can get a pair of stuff, whatever, like, uh, depending on the colorway. Yeah. You get it from, like, maybe, like, to 90 to, like, less than 200 Canadian. And you got to think that specific colorway, how many Nike had already made, made that's out there. Correct. 
So all they had to do was just put a little spicing and stuff for the extra stitch to it. Yeah. A little marketing, boom, bam, bam. You have the, what's it? Is it Montero? I see, I don't even know the song. The song's trash. Yeah. <laughs> the song's the trash. The first time I heard it, it was the midst of the controversies when I heard the song. Yeah. yeah it was like the, the, the video. I was like, oh, the video? But I mean, I knew, I, I watched the video before hearing the song because the controversy was about the video. Yeah. I guess somebody sent me the video and stuff, but I think like the, if you and I saw it that Sunday, yeah. last Sunday, they sent it to me the Saturday. Okay. And it was a, it was a, it was a this person was a serious Bible thumper. Mm. So he had a problem. So mm. I just like sent it to them like, what's the issue? Gay, what, gay, what? No, but, but the gay people aren't really celebrated in the Christianity faith. My whole thing is, what difference is does the video have than what, Hollywood has already put out there. With what? As far as you seen a movie where you had a guy pole dancing from heaven no, to go, not necessarily lap dance the devil and give him a tongue. Not necessarily kiss. pole okay. dancing from heaven. Okay, okay, I can see with that aspect, mm -hmm. but I mean, we seen the um, uh, what's the one with Keanu Reeves and um, what, Al Pacino. Con oh, oh, Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate. We've seen the Constantine. So we 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 know Hollywood is used to producing mm -hmm. images, imagery like this. Right. Shit. I'm 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 just in the middle of watching the stand. I see, and it's it's not even to me, it's not even that. Mm. I think the, the issue with stuff is that he hasn't had a hit. He has nothing slapped. Yeah. So it's kind of like you just know him as an old town road kid. Right. Nothing, his, not his other bodies of work. Right. And now, out of nowhere, he comes with this and he's like, oh, the gay kid is coming with lap dances in these hooker boots. Yo, the, I'm not going to lie to you, the boots is hot. The, the boots is proper. If they want to... the chick? Yeah, if they want a chick, I might tell them to keep them things on in the bedroom. Just get a Lysol wipe for the bottom. Yeah, Just yeah. keep them on. Yeah. But I was looking at him like, yo, he, man's out here doing the most and stuff, whatever, and much less... Okay, certain things, especially the world we live in, right. motherfuckers' attention spans are short. Mm, yeah. They won't sit for an hour and change and stuff, whatever, for like a movie yeah. to see if some shit like this will go down, much as even the stand, an, an episode. Right. But you have this video compressed to like a three-minute format this is true. where you can do like, I'm going to take this into the full extent. And then yeah. they got other review videos and stuff for like hidden imagery. I don't got time for that shit. Easter egg my ass whatever don't eat the brown <laughs> eggs they're full of crap so you know what I'm saying like I look at it as like Christianity and Catholic faith never really celebrated gay people nah right that's yeah. known yeah we know that it's, it's, in, it's in the doctrine you're right yeah. they never really celebrated them and I said to the person stuff I'm like it's not like he went to heaven and he snapped God's neck yeah he went to hell, seduced the devil, let yeah. the devil get his guard down, and yeah. snapped the devil's neck. Yeah. Why do you care who takes over hell? Like, are you trying to go to hell? Like, I don't understand. Like, is your focus heaven you or mad hell? Because who ruling hell? Yeah. Like, who, <laughs> like you. Why do you care if you're if you're a good Christian person and it's a person like you know the woman? The woman's like it's like I don't want Trump to rule my hell. Why are you going? Give to me mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I said it to her and she's, she's like, bye. And hung up the phone. I was like, wow. okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool things, cool things. I'm like, I, I, I'm pro-human. <laughs> like, and then you're right. 
I just take it as entertainment shock value. It, that's this what is it, that's nothing what new. Is this is nothing new? Have I, you, have you I been look a, at it. I look at it as, of course, of course, he's chasing another hit, right? Mm-hmm. We know controversy sells, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also the fact that Old Time Row was a big success, mm-hmm. right? Whoever signed him or made, you know what I mean, made any agreements with him after the fact. He had to produce like that. He's got to produce. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And they don't care what you do, how you do it. Show me the numbers. Well, yeah, because think about it. Like, let's say when I got wind of the video, the plays and streams and stuff that are on YouTube itself was in the um like half a million mark. And this is the Saturday. This is the Saturday. I think the video dropped the 26th of March. Half a million mark, and this is the Saturday. So the day before, it went from like zero views to half a million, mm. right? And much less, you had a full week and Bruin and the Nike coming after him and all the above. And then he even did like a video response to like, what does he think and stuff, whatever. And I like that kid. That kid's fucking funny as hell. He's just like, I just want to say I'm... And he just went to the video, <laughs> clip back to the video. So when did the cease and the sis order come in? Because, as, I mean, because as far as I know, them shit sold out with like within hours. Yeah, the season assist order came in like going towards the end of the week. I want to say Thursday, Friday. So, but I mean, what do they care at that point? They already sold out all the shoes. Yeah, but with the season assist order and stuff, I think their thing and stuff is um, the promotion aspect, the the remainder, right? And the heaven pair didn't sell like that. Oh, so he got a head. So there's a heaven pair. So it's the same Air Max ninety sevens, right? So the 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 devil ones, you're right. The Satan ones are red and black, right? And the heaven ones are white and like like a sky blue. Got it. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Okay, I, okay, I see what's going on. Yeah, because everybody was focused on the devil ones more right. than the I heaven pair or whatever, right? right? Okay. So they're like, before those heaven pair like pump out, yeah, let's shut everything the fuck down. Okay. So you got the calculator run? I can open it. Let's do the quick math on that. Six hundred and sixty-six pairs, and he was selling it at the verse of I think it was Matthew ten eighteen, so a thousand and eighteen bucks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whoops. How much would he have made just selling those shoes? Wow. So close to almost seven hundred thousand. Right. So just six seventy seven. Close to almost seven hundred thousand. Yeah. If you think you're being pressured by your label, your label invested a certain amount of money, you got to pay that money back. I mean, would he, he would have recouped it because YouTube. Yeah. YouTube, you make, a, you make a decent amount of pennies. Make a decent, you make it. I won't say him. I'll still say the label. label. Right? Right. So they're going to they're gonna scrape off top whatever he might be owed as far as right. them giving him an advance. So that's what I'm saying. The YouTube right. aspect and stuff, whatever, of that, and then whatever the lyric, the, the music-wise. Yeah. And then the shoes. And then the shoes. So, yeah. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens and stuff in the near future and stuff with his ass, whatever. This is just not to motivate nobody to go do no shit like this on Nike. Broad page. You want to customize some shit, do it on your own, low-key. Somebody like, oh shit, where you get that from? Lil Nas X, just blame it on him. <laughs> it's like, fuck. It, it'd be interesting to see how like this, to- this type of business happens going forth. Like if 
you wanted to do something because we, I mean, we know people do exclusives all the time. Shit. Virgil got the off-white collections with the Nike. That's partnership with Nike. Right. So that's partnership with Nike. Are they going now to are they going to say now, in order for you to do this sort of stuff and be able to be cool with us and the legal team, you have to partner with us? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Makes you don't sense. want nobody to fuck with your brand. Makes sense. You're building your brand in some type of way and stuff, and then you, and I'm using your brand yeah. to catapult my shit when I'm trying to yeah, pump. Because I mean, when it, it first, to, it when it first jumped off, everybody thought it was Nike. Yeah, I I had a feeling it wasn't Nike because the way how like the stitch was on the back right. of the shoe, I'm like, this don't look Nike official. Right. Because right. like it looked like white out ink for like the Luke the the, the Luke verse the, the um, on the going towards the toe area. Yeah. I was like. Shit, like somebody did it with a whiteout <laughs> with a whiteout pen. So I was like, is that stitch? I even had to zoom in on like the on the photo. I was like, she look kind of bootleg. Mm. But I'm like, eh. And then I heard Nike that had nothing to do with it. I'm like, okay. And yeah. then the it kept unro- unraveling. Right. I was like, yeah, I seen it. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm a sneakerhead, but you know quality when you see it, of especially course. coming from Nike. Of course, yeah. Right? So they had decades of perfecting their shit. Yeah. And that didn't look like Nike job. Mm. Patchwork. Um, some people say them shits is fire. <laughs> um, let me say this. Let's talk about this elevator thing, Quavo and Sweetie. Yeah, I'm glad we spoke about Quavo and Sweetie to the folks at home listening. It's not foreign. Just recap last week's episode where we talked about Quavo and Sweetie. Mm. Quavo yeah. taking back his shit. Yeah, they got into an elevator situation. Black people, y'all stay the fuck out of elevators and controversy. <laughs> I just want to say that. From Ray Rice to Jay-Z, Beyonce to now Quavo and Sweetie, black entertainers stay out of the elevators. Please, just, I beg. Just I beg. stay out of elevators. I beg. Or, so now, or just put spray spray paint to the cameras while you're in there. Hey, if they can. If you can. Have you seen the video? I've seen it. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is, listen, I think she came after him and he was basically trying to defend himself. Maybe a little bit overzealous in how he was defending himself. But at the end of the day, I don't think there was no malicious intent on his no. side. Self-defense. It just, you know what I mean? It can look away. It can look away. Yeah. Is Sweetie toxic or is she crazy? Well, now that I know <laughs> that both words is canceled in the lexicon, <laughs> I'm afraid to say Marv. <laughs> I put it with the toxic. You put it with the toxic? Yeah, she took a swing at him and stuff, whatever. And he dipped, he dipped like a few. Yeah. Before they got in the elevator, right? Right, right. And when he did a swing around and stuff like that, he looked at her and he threw her down. And when he threw her down, because they both went down. Yeah. The funniest part of that whole situation is that my man looked up at the elevator camera like, fuck! <laughs> they got me. <laughs> like, he, like, he just looked at it, he's like, I'm here. Now, when when Jay Z and Solange went at it, right? Did they did they end up suing the operator who monitors the cameras? The, I think it was the security. Yeah, they he, did. He ended up getting sued and fired. Correct. Now, is this going to happen to the to the person who uh, who knows? released the tape? Who knows? The reason why I say that, and bear with me, because. Conspiracy Joe is here. Mm-hmm. We missed you, by the way. You and your bullshit. A lot of times, it's almost like it's it's almost like a pattern's happening now, where we can see an artist, maybe a particular artist, an actor, or mm-hmm. somebody has something that's coming out. 
are coming up. Okay. Right? Right before some sort of controversy happens. Mm. Now, just like how we were saying with the little Nas X. Right. Controversy sells. Right. Right? Could this just be a simple role play to get people excited? To get people... Because right now, you have a certain segment that's wondering, oh, is Quavo going to say anything or this sweetie in the music that's about to come out? Yeah. I mean, you can see it like that. I I, I think this situation is bigger than music. Like, it's just like a... No, I don't want to say it's just like a 6 9 situation, but right. it's a situation where this kind of supersedes the music. Yeah. Where I think even if it was staged to a degree, yeah. you can get staged and, and put the jail or fine for some shit whatever, and they'll fuck up your money. Oh, of course. Of and course. I think you don't want anything to fuck with your dollars. Right. Right? So I think whatever took place, stuff, whatever, whether it be legit or fake or not and everything or staged. Yeah. You have to look at the stuff. Is it is it going to help your brand or is it going to hurt your or is brand? Or it going to hurt your brand? This shit might hurt. I want to say, like, the way how he handled it. Yeah. It's not really hurting his brand. It's kind of like similar like how Jay-Z was. Yeah. Jay-Z took the kicks. Yeah. It's not hurting his brand, but it just makes you question some things. So people want to know. People want to know. And that's where, as I'm saying, like, the, the, the selling the product and obviously, will kind of come through. And obviously, you can also use this to it, your advantage. Because let's... For instance, Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. When Tory Lanez dropped his album, mm-hmm. it's not like people were racing to listen to it because, yeah, obviously he's a, he, he's a dope artist. He makes good music. But a lot of people were racing to listen to it. For the confession? For the, either the confession. Or, the, or, or his side of the story. His side of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely. almost in a situation where it's like, okay, if I create this buzz, I know I got an album dropping, right? Right. If I can create this controversy around the album, maybe it might help my album. I think so, but as I said, like I, I don't, I don't see no harm and stuff in that. I just look at it stuff as like brand wise, you got to make sure your brand and stuff, whatever, can be. <laughs> Nothing should be in a way to stop your brand from flourishing. Yes. Biggest example I have in mind is Chris Brown. Chris Brown had Sprite, Double Mint, all types of shit, whatever, before the Rihanna thing. Yeah. Chris Brown is still a dope musician. Yeah. Still got hits. Right. Still kind of came back and stuff, whatever, and do all that type of stuff. Right. Triumph through the, the, the tragedy. Right. Certain brands still won't fuck with him to this day. Mm. So you got to look at it stuff as that, like, yo, what is this going to do for you in the long term and stuff and everything? Like, because you're looking for the short term now yeah. and possible gain for the short term. Yeah, okay. I think long term. Okay. Like, I remember it was a Soprano episode. It was like a bootleg 50 dude. And he was saying like, he paid the mafia people to shoot him. So like, he can have like a selling point for his rapping. Yes. Saying like, I was shot by mafia and everything like that. Right. And I actually like fucked him up in the long run where he couldn't function properly <laughs> with his life. So I'm like, stop thinking about the short term game. You got to think about the, the long term game. Of course. Yeah. Long term game. Yeah. Not gain, game. So I looked at this and I was like, yo, straight toxic. I'd say it on the podcast because I'm brave enough to say it here. I won't say it to a woman's face, whatever. No, straight toxic. With a borderline crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a borderline crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
C word. Yeah, and, and and another woman said this to me. She yeah. said, she said, but you men like crazy women because you guys claim crazy women and stuff have better sex. That's my type, what, nigga. That's what, my type. Was she wrong? No, <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, I like you. Uh-uh. <laughs> One of my friends said this, and I just laughed and I clapped. He said, "Ain't no better girl that can that can. There's no better stripper." Yeah. Than a stripper with daddy issues. Because she don't got no daddy. That's why she's stripping. And I was like, yo, you're fucked, but uh, it's there. When you, when you really think about it, mm. let's bring it back to um uh the movie with uh the sorry, DMX and Nas. What was the name of that movie again? DMX and Nas? Yeah. Belly? Belly. Okay. Let's bring it back to Belly. One of the best sex scenes. In that movie mm. was right after DMX's character got caught. Got caught and was it was was her name Keisha? I can't remember. Yeah, Key, name. yeah. They was fighting at it. And it just went into all out just steamy sex right after that. Was this a toxic relationship have some good sex? I mean, I mean, some good sex can come out of anything. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> yikes. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, but I'm not fucking with it. Whatever. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I, like I've been in toxic relationships before, and I'm over it because I want to say like I'm over it to the fact that like I just want peace. Yeah, yeah. Peace of mind and pussy. That's it. That I that's really that's, hand in hand. Yeah. P and P. That's what I. That's what I really want. Right. I mean, if it comes with extra like drama and nonsense and stuff like that, I'd rather jerk it. You'd rather jerk it. Or was it old school? Told me. You're rolling the dice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Shooting craps? Yeah, yeah, he's like, you're rolling the dice. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I I need peace of mind. Like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid of like that type of stuff because I'm like, if I see this is how you love, I'm like, who taught you how to love? It's mm, a good question. Like, who taught you to love? Like, where did you see love? Whatever. And then it, it goes back to saying, like, yo, I couldn't be with a person like that past like a night. <laughs> A night. Yeah. A night. And that bomb ass sex might only be bomb ass because she knows that is how she gonna lure you back in. So we can't teach a good girl how to ride dick like that? I mean, we can teach a good girl how to ride dick. But if you're thinking about a toxic and crazy girl who knows you on the verge of leaving, she gonna keep the shit out of that ride. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. No. You give me the tightest squeeze me ever get in my life? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, how did you learn how to love? Mm. I would say from one, see my parents. Okay. Two, figuring out through trial and error. Like, what do you mean now? So now, be, be specific for me now. So, figuring out through trial and error, meaning like, just you're just trying shit. Just, just going through relationships and seeing. But some people are scared to do relationships because of the whole hurt and rejection feeling, right? Yeah. So, I mean, but I was never a person like that. Oh, you just right? jumped in. And I think because of having my parents as that sort of role model, gotcha. knowing that it can work, you just got to find the right person to make it work with. Uh, right? So it's not like, I mean, I've never asked my my father. I've never asked 
my mother. Mm-hmm. I know they both have they both had children before they got together. Right. So obviously those relationships didn't work. Didn't work. But it's not like they ever gave up. Now they're in a relationship that works. So with me, it's always knowing that, hey, there's somebody for me that I can partner with that I can love just as much as my dad loves my mom and my mom loves my dad. Hmm. I like that. I, so I grew up in a single parent household. Yeah. For a while, I've never seen how a man was supposed to treat a woman. Okay. I just went by the ideology that was fed from my mother and relatives. Right. Right? And don't get it twisted. A lot of people, a lot of people get that shit from TV too. And I was, about, I was about to say, this is where I, I'm, uh, I guess a hopeless romantic. A woman, yeah. a woman told me to stop saying that. Right. She's like, don't put that energy out there, stuff like that. But the thing and stuff is that if I seen it and I was like, yo, that can work. Mm-hmm. Feasible, feasible rom-coms. I'm a rom-com king. Okay. So if it's like feasible and it makes sense and stuff, whatever, legit. Yeah. I dig it and be like, I can use this as an example to kind of help rein in or help keep the one I'm going to say I'm going to love. Right. Right. And then like other, there are other courses of like life where I want to say where I've seen other couples who've had the game kind of mastered or kind of worked out. Yeah. And they seem caring because you, fuck this, there's a ton of care, couples and stuff that together. They're like, they hate each other. Oh, yeah. Like, like they, they, they would, won't hesitate to shank each other and they sleep. Oh, mm, uh-huh. Right. And the only thing I heard that like, there's some couples that sleep in other bedrooms. Yeah. I'm not for that. Like, yo, <laughs> I'm clingy as fuck. I'm jumping in the bed. I'm wrap my <laughs> leg around you and shit. Have a specific type of pose. But, you know, like, yeah, I, I didn't see that from my mom. But I know for a fact that there was a way for it to be done. Right. In a better format. Okay. Because I was sucker for love. I hope it's romantic. Sucker for love. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. Does your relationship with your parents affect how you love your partner? Yeah, well, I go back to the fact that I've seen how my father treated my mother and how my mother treated my father. So I would I would say, yeah, that kind of instilled a certain aspect in me as far as looking for a partner. Mm. Like like so, right now. Do you look would you look for a partner that's that mimics your mom? Well, I was about to say. Right now, the closest person I have to my mom is my wife. Wow, that, that's 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 dope. And it and it's and it's funny because how I met my wife was I got tired of, of the point of going to clubs and and meeting toxic women. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Won't say toxic, crazy. Won't say crazy. Different. Different, I might say. Different, I might use. Different, I might might use. Different, different. Going to clubs and meeting different women Mm. and not meeting up to a certain expectation that I may have had or not even meeting up to a certain expectation, but for some reason or not, it just didn't pan out the way I expected it to pan out. Mm -hmm. So when I met my wife... My whole ideology was on I'm looking for somebody who's totally 
different from that crowd. Okay. Right? I met my wife. She was, she was walking from school. She was actually on her way to go to go going to music lessons. Mm. So I picked up and I said, I can drop you. So I ended up dropping her. We exchanged numbers and so forth like that. She didn't think you were a serial killer? She got in the whip? She got in the whip. What kind yeah, of words did you use? Asking for a friend. I might have to use some words like that one day. They were good. And, and, okay. and you know, the, the appearance that I had was yeah, not intimidating. Not intimidating. Let's just say that. I okay. can't remember exactly what I wore, okay. but it wasn't intimidating. Right. My manners was good, right? Mm. And it's just so funny because I had given her my number. I don't even know if she gave, she probably didn't give me her number, but mm. it wasn't until like days after when she decided to call me. Mm. I wasn't used to that. I was used to either getting the number, calling maybe me waiting a day or two to call, or giving somebody my number and then they calling me like that night or the next day. Right. So the fact that she took the time and said, I'm not going to call him right away, that already got my mind spinning. spinning right? right. So then, you know, eventually, when after we got into the relationship, I started noticing qualities in her that resembled your mom. That resembled my mom. And I think that was probably what attract what made me want to invest more because I knew the type of person my mom was. Right. I knew the type of person my mom made my dad become. Right. And I figured if my mom can make my dad become a man that I looked up to. And respect. This woman has the potential. This woman has the potential to do the same. Understood. So, yeah, I think you go, you got out there and you have, just like you said, you have a certain concept based upon things that you may know prior. Right. Based upon things that you may have picked up along the way. Now, if you have not grown up with a two-parent family, a family home, Mm. then you might not see that dynamic. But if you do, then you see that dynamic. And as long as it's not something that's toxic and you deem it good, mm. you're more likely going to pull from that experience. See, I, and I was thinking like that. So, okay. From my mom's side, I think, yes, it does affect like how you, like, you love a partner. Right. My mom is a She's an independent woman, a go-getter. She don't got time for the shit. She got to make her money. She got to hustle hard. All the above. Me looking into women I wanted to date yeah. or be with, yeah. if you don't have a similar drive to that, I don't, even, I don't plan to keep you. Right. Because my thing and stuff is that, like, this is the woman who I idolize or this is my first love of a woman. Yeah. And this is the shit she's about. Yeah. I'm not saying you got to be about the same things that she's about, but... It has to embody some of those kind of like personality traits. Embody those personality and, traits. And if it doesn't, I'm not staying. And not only that, I think, I think another part of that is a reflection of yourself. What made you become the person who you are? So a lot of those qualities that you talk about your mom mm. made you become the person that you are. A lot of the qualities I talk okay. about... A portion, a, yeah. good, a good portion. Yeah, a lot of the qualities that I, t- I talk about, my parents maybe, mm. you know, you know, had influence on the person who I became. Absolutely. Right? So then you start to think of when you have children, 
What is the type of role model that you want in your children's lives? I feel like, especially for my son, I just want him to be a good human being. Yeah. I just want him to be like a, a kind human being. Right. Not, it has to be nice. I don't think I'm nice. I think I'm rude, but yeah. kind. But you realize if you find somebody like your mom, mm-hmm. she's going to instill those same things that your mom instilled in you in your seat. True. Because I have the knowledge to know this is what I wanted from my yeah. mom yeah. and this is not what I'm planning to take. Because right. you've witnessed it and stuff. Right. Like you're saying like, you can come to a point where you can be, like say if your mom was not a risk taker. Yeah. Right? And you're like, this is the shit you don't like about your parents. Right. Mother or father. Right. They don't take risk. Right. You don't want to have that. You want to take risk and stuff. Life is an adventure. You might be a hippie on some shit or hipster, mm. whatever mm. the mm. case. Boxcart Willie. Box, whatever the fuck that means. It sounds like you're whipping your dick out <laughs> somewhere. But if you're about that life, yeah. you're going to try to do something like no to the parents thing on this aspect. Like you might take, let's say, 80-20. 80%. 80-20. And then the 20 and stuff, there might be some different type of shit. Yeah. Yes. That happens and stuff, whatever, quite frequent, especially with myself. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like, these are the traits I love about my mother and these are the things I dislike about my mom. Right. How do I go finding this to make it whole? I heard the Jamaican expression and stuff, whatever, I think like right before I turned 30, 28, 29, you know saying? Like, the package don't always come perfect. Nah. So, I hope like certain clothes I order from online <laughs> does come perfect, Just but everything else close, it doesn't have to come perfect. It's close to, you know what I mean? It's very close to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so that that's that's what I was looking at is the pertain to like the parental aspect of it because, and I feel like me coming from a single parent household, I, if I haven't seen how a man's supposed to treat my mother, yeah. my queen, yeah, how do I know how to treat my queen? Rom-com. Okay, so I'll be in high school. I'll be the jock with the hair, the, the per plus hair. I just want to take it to prom. Like, what the fuck? That's not always going to work smooth. No. Some point is in there. It might not work fully. Yeah, I, I see it. I some, see it. Some point is in there. I, I just I feel like these roles and stuff are for boys and girls are good to see. Yeah. They're very good to see. Like, I understand single parent parents, single mothers doing their best of their abilities and stuff. Hand clap to them. You know, there's certain circumstances that put you in these things. 100%. Um, Some by choice, some not by choice, whatever, right? All in God's plan. Yeah. I just feel like if it's within the will or the way, it's good for the child to see. Healthy. Healthy. Not toxic. Yeah. Healthy. 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 Let's go back to Chris Breezy. Chris Brown said he seen his mom, his mom get beat by a stepfather. Yeah. When he was younger. Him and Rihanna got into some shit. Mm-hmm. Mimicry effect is real. Yeah. You know what? It's one of the things that actually plagues the black community. The mimicry. Yeah. Yeah. Father not being around, father being abusive, father being this, that, and the third. Like, that is almost. You can see that shit passed down. Yeah. You can hear that shit when people say, you're just like your father. When they don't say it in a good way. When they don't say it in a good way. 
<laughs> that, might, that might hit different. Yeah. That might definitely hit different. Okay. Dope. All right, man. Let's get to the question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. Are right, you ready? I'm ready. What has embarrassment cost you? Wow. Spotlight. Spotlight. We mm. got spotlights popping off yeah, in here. Because I've had to overcome that. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate for me. But embarrassment, uh, it caused it caused me spotlight. I mean, it, it goes back to the fact that um again, I I mentioned it before, the time that I, I got in a fight. Mm. And it made me feel like I wasn't liked. And at the time, I was, you know, I was a a DJ and I was an outgoing person. Mm. And you find that most of the successful DJ or most of the sex, successful people in entertainment are mm. outgoing people. It's not really an atmosphere for the reserved. That whole incident made me become reserved. Mm. And not want not want to put me, not want to put, not want me to put myself out there, like how I would possibly, or should be doing, in order to achieve certain things in that realm. Okay, I see that. I think for embarrassment, embarrassment cost me a job. Cost me a job, definitely um, one, and I think a relationship too. Yeah. So job-wise, um, when I finished school, I went to go try and apply for a specific type of job for the company and everything. And when I was turned away from that company, I felt all types of shame and embarrassment and stuff whatever because that company was like my goal in the beginning when I graduated. Right. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to work for set company. Right. Whatever, right? I yeah. had this in my mind. I even like people's classmates and stuff like that. I told them yeah. like, I'm not about to work in no goddamn hospital. I'm about to work for this for set this, company. For this company. They're going to pay me to travel. I'm They're going to cut the check. Yeah. I'm You're going to be the one walking in the doctor's offices with your, your back. Yeah. I've got something to show you, doctor. So Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that, was, that was my thing. And there's, a multitude of fucking companies. But it's just that one company was just that thing yeah. for me. It had the prestige. And then, yeah, and then somebody I spoke to and stuff for because they were looking for jobs and stuff as well. Like I graduated with. Yeah. They're like, I know you used to work at a hospital and everything like that, but did you end up getting into the place for her? Because I wouldn't mind trying to work an entry-level job at your hospital until an opening opens up and stuff for the position and stuff for her there. And I'm still there at the hospital. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for that moment and stuff for her to kind of kick in. Yeah. She's like, yeah, well, you know, your dream was always to... I just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> you know, mm. The embarrassment, the embarrassment, everything like that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to put in a word for you at the hospital. I didn't put in a word for her and everything like that. I didn't get hired. I was kind of bitter. Yeah. It fucked me up for a minute. So I had to work my way from being bitter to better. Right. Right. And it took some time. Spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. And it took some time and stuff like that. And I realized and stuff that I'm not gonna let embarrassment stop me and stuff, whatever. Like we're 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 human. Yes. We're gonna make mistakes. Of we're course. not perfect. No. We're not all out here lap dancing and stuff, whatever, on the devil's lap. Yes. But I mean, <laughs> you know, we're gonna work our way back. 
Yeah. We're going to work our way back, whatever, right? And that's why I looked at it for that. Relationship-wise, um, your ego is definitely not your amigo. I've learned that from a, a juvenile, I want to say juvenile, but a young adult age. Yeah. Where yeah. I realized the stuff that I want to say I was, I was too embarrassed to tell set young woman, set woman, mm-hmm. to be mine. It was more a situation like, we're here, like you know. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like I, I could. It, afterwards, like when it, when it, when you know when all said and done, I could have been like, yo, like I really, really want this to work. Yeah. Let me know what I need to do. But I was so full of myself because like after she called me out of some shit, I was like. Fuck out of here! After she left, <laughs> I was I was boohooing up some shit. But and I told myself I'm not gonna let embarrassment stop me from being great. Let me ask you this: Fire. If any, mm-hmm. how many times have you let what you felt to be shortcomings about yourself? Mm-hmm. Approach somebody that you found maybe attractive or found that or thought that you would like to have some sort of relationship with. Ten million times over. That's that's my thing. I don't shoot myself in the foot for other things. Yeah. Pertain to myself. Right. I shoot myself in the foot pertain to relationships with people. Got like it. women I'm dating or Got women it. I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, friendships and stuff like that with other people. And like trying to build things and stuff like that. Like, let's say relationship-wise pertaining to a woman. Yeah. I was like, okay, I want to do this, but I don't want to come off too strong. I don't want to come back and forth in my damn brain. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, uh, I just shat in the bed, fucked up some shit. Yeah. Not literally, because that's nasty. Yeah, that, that, that's, different different really want, really yeah, that's different kind yeah. of fantasy. Yeah, that's different kind of fantasy. But then, then you like even like what like said. Like I would say guy and connection. I remember there was a guy and stuff, whatever, where I knew this dude had like, I would say connections to do a few things. Yeah. And then when I got to meet dude, I was like, it was cool. It was like a dap type of like a, you know, all love type of thing. Right. We swapped out numbers and stuff, right. whatever. He like hit me and stuff. And I'm like, yo, I want to list out a few things. What you could do for me. Yeah, yeah. Much as what I can do for you, probably like me. Yeah, yeah. And my list and stuff, what you can do for me is so long. Right. And my shortcomings and stuff, whatever, I, I, I just had the man's number in my phone, like collecting spider webs in like the, the phone book. Yeah. It's kind of like, I want to call. Then I was like, fuck it. Tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Then you I'm give, give yourself call. the excuses. I, I just fucked up till like one day I was like, all right, I'm over it. Different dude. This number's not in certain. Or I think it's someone else that answered the phone. Was like, I could have been a fucking multimillionaire. Could have been, right? Like, so I like, shoot myself in the foot mm-hmm. for that, for my yeah. shortcomings. Yeah. When it comes to pertain to people, myself, I'm not my own worst enemy to like me doing other type of things. But I guess in some aspect, it will kind of revolve around that. Right. But I'm right. better. Yeah. 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 I, w- I would say there's been likewise instances for myself where, again, just being a little bit more outgoing mm. maybe not being so much into my own head mm. could have provided me with better opportunities when they presented themselves gotcha yeah gotcha okay let's get to the Ask the Sons questions 
First question comes from Wide Space. What is a pretty common thing that turns you off? Uh, overdone plastic surgery. Yeah, I I, I was, was I still follow Jimmy Smacks. Yeah, and he was with some super just I don't know what she was created human. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Super enlarged breasts, overdone ass, super pillow lips. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> That stupidity, shitty personalities. Women who talk and behave aggressively as men. What do you mean? Chicks that don't have no like female mannerisms or they act like dudes? Yeah, yeah. So what about like the the women who feel who I identify as like the stud? Like if you're a lesbian. But I ain't trying to be with the stud. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't trying to be with the stud. I'm I'm trying to talk about the women who are not the stud. Who just are overly aggressive and yeah, they behave like dudes. Okay, so I got one for you. You single. Right. Make the stand walk up on you like, yo, you know I used to date Tory Lanez. You know I like my man small. Yeah. You dropping that dick tonight? That's that's too much for you? No, but you see, with her, I'm okay with because You like her. And you not, have to be liked. Not, and it's an exception to the rule. You piece of shit. Not because I like her in this exception of the rule, because I've seen her in so many other lights being a female, acting female, oh, and not being okay. aggressive. I'm talking the woman who's 24-7 and don't know how to put on that feminine wiles. Don't know how to, you know what I mean, to, 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 to be soft. Don't know how to be, you know what I mean? They always gotta be. I feel like most of the time the, the ones that I run into and stuff, whatever, yeah. they're not really. Maybe in their younger days, right? They probably were, yeah. But I think when when they get older and stuff, they tend to come out. I want to say, blossom into the woman that they are. Somebody's laughing at me. When I said the word blossom the other day. They say I make I sound my age. I sound old as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Bloss- blossom is an old term. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but it comes to a point where, like, when they come to like, okay, like let's say the WNBA players, yeah. I see some WBA players and stuff, whatever. I guess, quote unquote, some people just write them off as all lesbians, which they're not. Right, right, yeah. Some of them are just, they have the feminine wows, but they hoop. They hoop. And when you see them and stuff, whatever, in their element, like, you know, the bikinis, the girly girls, they get done up and everything like that. I just think it's only a matter of time. Now, the one stuff that's kind of just like 24-7 like that, yeah. something all stud. Yo, one, <laughs> one time, this was, you know, in my high my high school days, mm. I had this girl um that went to my senior high school. She's she was good looking, you know mm. what I mean? But she she more had like she more had tomboy ways about her. Tomboys made the best wives. Which I didn't mind. Yeah. I didn't mind, right? That's like that's cool because at the end of the day, we probably like the same shit. We're probably into the same shit. Right. So, um, so this is before we, I mean, anything got any sort of way type of serious. She came and checked me one day. So we were just chilling and stuff like that in the basement and joking around. And she cut a fart. And I'm like, you ain't on me like that. <laughs> I say, yo, wow. Only my boys can cut farts around me like that. Wow. You, on the other hand, I'm 
I supposed to try and find ways to be attractive to your tomboy ass? Cutting a fart kind of ain't helping the situation. Cutting the fart ain't cutting it. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, yeah, I can it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'd be hesitant. And I mean, I, and do, do you, it's human. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. But, okay. Th- this, but I'm so used wait, wait, to the girl th- th- running. Did she, did she throw up the leg too? Did she do like, rrr, rrr. The, she didn't have to throw up the leg. Okay. You just, this is a rat. You cut the fight. You didn't even say, excuse she's me. Not, you laughed after that shit? Yeah. No, this is it. This is where we, this is where we part ways. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not fucking with that. Enough said. I understand now. <laughs> Yikes. Wow. Uh, moving on. I'm moving on. Moving on. Wow. Thunder Runner. What is the most embarrassing thing that's happened during sex? Hmm. Uh, I caught a Charlie horse one time. I got a Charlie Horson many times. During to sex? The, to the point where I'm no longer embarrassed about that shit. I just call it out. Charlie Horse! Mistake <laughs> <laughs> <The> five. <laughs> yeah, I... I the, okay, so the first time I caught one, I don't think I'm not... Because I'm not embarrassed about, like, I guess, like, busting early or anything like that. Yeah. I'm over that. Shit whatever, happens. Right? It happens, yeah. you know? You got your porn star days, and you get you got the... Yeah. I was trying to get this nut off day, but... Yo, I had one time I nut early. Mm-hmm. And the girl told me I'm selfish. I yeah, think that yeah, I think yeah. that one kind of yeah. It, like, it, yeah, it that, got you. I think that one kind of got me. I was like, I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't purposely. Done. Did you hold yourself accountable? I held myself okay, accountable. Okay, that's I all said, that matters, I said, man. I said, I'm sorry. I got round two to make it up to yeah, you. I'll make it up to you <laughs> if you let me. Do. Yo, see, okay, so the Charlie horse, we're doing the ones and twos. And felt like a champ, right? You know, going at it. And then I went to go change position. I just, my, my left calf muscle was just kind of... Just, just seized on you? I was like, oh my fuck. The spasm kicked in. Yeah. And I like I just kind of like pulled off, like, you know, pulled out the vagina and just kind of laid on the bed. She's like, what happened? I'm like, oh, my leg. And she laughed because she's like, it's like your dick went, because I had the condom on. Right. She's like, it's like it went soft to Neptune sound. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually embarrassed because she said that. I'm like, that's a Marv joke. I would crack. But I was like, yeah. So I went, so I was like, shit, it's okay. And then she got up, grabbed some um icy hot, rubbed my calf oh, and everything shit. like that. Oh shit. It, it was compassionate, but I was young. Yeah. yeah. I was like yeah. 20. Yeah. I couldn't understand no, that this no, is a caring no. notion. Mm-hmm. I was like, get the fuck off me, man. I went to wash room, I was like, all in your feelings yeah, and I was in my feelings <laughs> and in my I was looking at my leg I was like I should cut this shit off and get a cyborg leg I was pissed yeah yeah, yeah. I'm old and wiser now much I'm older, sorry young wiser. lady he didn't mean it I didn't mean nah, it nah. I'm, I'm wiser it's just something that happened it happens yeah. and I'm not selfish see yeah we hold ourselves accountable right. we're moving on moving life. on um, Gary B. Harry that is a funny ass name Gary B. Harry, do you donate to a cause that you don't believe in? No. I've done it before, but I'm not doing it no more. I don't, I'm not down for these missionary things for the churches. <laughs> I was never really, I was never really big on it. I've um, donated to it before. I've, I've I've donated before, but I've ne- I've never been really big on that sort of thing. Mm. And 
I remember working for uh, one of my old employers. We had a uh, the 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 building that uh, the the employer owned. He had an electrician that would come by and do some electric uh, electrician work. So obviously, the job that he's in, mm. he, it wasn't just our building that he worked in. He you know did a few other buildings, and he was telling me about this a story one time that um, this elderly lady that he did some work for mm. was telling him there was a charity in Africa that, you know, she would donate to religiously. Like, and when I say donations, I'm talking like hundreds of dollars per month. Oh, right. Is she still alive now? Cause I got a Marvin you, you Negro got, you, foundation. You got a fun. Oh, I, I, for sure. Help a brother through life. Hundreds of dollars per month. Right. Um, so, she wasn't working. She had some, you know, obviously she had some free time on her hands. She decided uh, to go, to take a trip to Africa and, you know. See where her money is worth. Visit the good people doing the uh, the missionary work or whatever type of charity <laughs> I like work the story's going. Doing. I don't like where the story's going. Listen, she said when she got there, literally in the parking lot, she seen Benzes, Beamers. Beamer, Benz, or Bentleys. Beamer, All Benz, these high expensive cars that she helped fund that she helped fund and she said when you know she got there it's like it's like the people who are working there not to say that she expected them to be poor or you know be be <laughs> below a certain wage gap but the fact that as charity workers they look kind of more excessive than they should be. Fam. And she said after she seen that, that was the last time she ever donated to anything. So with me now, mm -hmm. I'll be quicker to give a bum on my street. Spare change. Mm. If, I, if it's sitting in my thing, I'll, I'll be quicker to do that because I see that going directly to somebody who needs it mm. than for me to be putting my money through any sort of charity and, to donate. And what about and GoFundMe's as well? GoFundMe is a little bit different. If I know the if I know the case of the situation, if I if I read upon that, mm. and I'll probably might even wait a bit mm. before I actually jump in and contribute. Because some of these GoFundMe's you can't trust. Right. Because remember, you can't get that money back. You can't get that money back. Kickstarter, you can. Kickstarter, yeah. GoFundMe, you can. You see, the, the the ill thing and stuff, whatever about it, is that I feel that way when it comes to some of these churches, these mega churches, and like some of these pastors and stuff that I see. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I've heard two sermons from T.D. Jakes. I'm like, yo, this thing slaps. I can see where people just would just shell out money like that. Yeah. And I see some other pastors and stuff that I see that come up, but I'm like, I have a problem when I see like a pastor... Hell, I seen some pastor online, one of my peoples and stuff, he's a spiritual woke person. Yeah. And he posted some video about some pastor going at it preaching. And I was looking at his shoes. And I'm like, he got those Christian Dior Jordans. Them bitches start off at two racks. Two grand. I'm not saying you don't work hard what nah. you do. You ain't hustling hard. Nah. Like, hell, you spit a fire sermon. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm like, why not you just get like some basic Jordans? And then the rest of that money can go to something else. Well, like, I, well, I have I, a problem with that. I was about to say, being a man 
of the cloth, there's supposed to be a certain modesty about you. That's what I thought. What I'm saying, there's I'm supposed see- to be a certain. Yo, modesty I'm seeing some preachers you. rock Gucci shoes. Givenchy, yeah, they out here the, the Jordans off brand, like off white, yeah, Louis Vuitton. So I was like, I'm not fucking with that church. And mind you, I don't listen. If you're out there making your own money outside of what is being donated to the church on Sundays, do whatever you got to do with your money. But how do you know though? That's the thing. Because he can, he or she can tell you. She or she can tell can tell you. But I I know of I know of one personally mm-hmm. that was a, a a minister, but also had a really really good job. Mm-hmm. So if he showed up on Sunday well dressed, he would have showed up on Sunday well dressed, regardless if he was the pastor. Or not. Right. So I can I see that I get that. But if being a pastor is your sole income, then you're supposed to follow that modest and humble guidelines. I believe. I mean, you be hearing pastors have private jets. They be having Rolls Royces. Jakes. <laughs> they be, you know what I mean? They, they be dressing in alligator shoes. Nine later gators. I mean, I don't Jesus know. wore slippers, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basic flip-flops. Yeah, basic flip-flops. I don't know. I... He was so, when they say a man of the cloth, they were wearing cloth. These ones were wearing some rich-ass cloths, man. Gucci scarf cloths. I don't know. That's why I, I try not to donate to any causes I don't believe in and stuff for that. I'm a firm believer now. Yeah. Like, I just tell I'm like, what's, what's going on with this? Nah, I'm not for it. And listen, we have nothing against you doing whatever you want to do with your money. If that's, you wanna, that's all you. If you want to donate, that's all you. The problem I have is when churches want to dictate how much you should give. Oh, the 10%? Yeah. Don't feel obligated. Give what you can without putting yourself in danger. Without putting yourself at a disadvantage because you feel like you need to give 10%. So one dude killed me. Older gentleman and stuff, I remember. He used to give like 20%. Right. He used to give 20%. And he got into a situation where he was unemployed. Yeah. So I'm like, you gave 20% of your pay when you were working and stuff, whatever. Now you're on EI, you're on an unemployment thing, and you're still going to church giving money. You already gave that portion, this EI portion. You're supposed to be covering, you, <laughs> that, that offering plate is like the EI that you paid into. I, 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 was, I was done. Matter of fact, you're supposed to be at church and say, listen, man, I'm going to need to get back some like, you know, maybe like a, 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 like a 20 or something like that this week, you know, just to make something that happen. I'm not fucking with it. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's it, man. That's it. Um, so say the Suns. So say the Suns this week. <clears throat> me, 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 me. No, I'm just fucking with you. You, 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 you. Us, 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 us. <laughs> you are not to blame for bad decisions you received as a child, but it's your responsibility to fix it. So, so say the Suns. Now, I feel like a lot of times and stuff, especially like coming with the parental aspect we were talking about. Right. Not all 
I want to say relationship stuff, relationship stuff we've seen yeah. were probably good. Some people yeah. probably got bad relationship advice, yeah. bad ideology. Yeah. They witness bad things. They witness bad things. As a child, you're just a victim to the circumstance. Right. Or in your zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. I, I like that word. Yeah. I had to look the shit up after you said it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he saying? Did you curse at me? But you might be a victim of that time. You're right. As an adult, you cannot keep using that past session and say, this is the reason why you're like you're this. Like no, that. no, no, no. Hold yourself no. accountable and do better. Yeah. Especially when you know yes. that that situation was wrong. Absolutely. So, I agree. Agree. Yes, man. Once again, thank you for the folks listening to the Particle Sons. Remember the difference between genius and stupidity. Genius has his love. Peace and love. Y'all be safe out there. Don't be, be laughing. There's no devils in your dreams. Nah. Happy Easter. Remember, don't eat the brown eggs. They're full of crap. <laughs> Peace. Peace. The particle signs with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.